Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in how things used to be in the hair industry? Who wants to hear from ladies who are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. All right, well, welcome. Today we have Jen Martins with us. Jen is the founder of and owner of Jen Plus Color. She lives in sunny Palm Springs, California. She started beauty school while still in high school and has grown her business to the point of doing 50 weddings a year with a team of badass pros, as well as working behind the chair during the week with the help of an assistant. There's another fun fact about Jen is that I found her on Instagram a number of years ago when my mom came from California and her hairstyles had retired. And at Christmas time, something had happened to her hair. It was, she's a lovely, lovely, beautiful woman. So it was fine, but she was starting to look a little bit like a, what we like to call a desert rat. And so thankfully Jen swooped in. I contacted her on Instagram and I was like, you've got to help my mom. She's so cute. And Jen knows how cute my mom is, but I was just thrilled that she was able to take my mom back to the little cutie that she was prior to this, uh, Joker on El Paseo. So welcome, Jen. I'm so excited to have you join me today. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Thanks for having me. And I love your mom so much. Yeah, I'm going to try and have her be in every episode in some way, shape, or form. Shut up. Shut (laughs) up. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, so can you tell us a little bit about Gen Plus Color and how you've started your business and what you've grown it to? Because I just think it's really cool how you have found a way to do two different, very different kinds of hair. Yeah, well, um, like you said, I started a long time ago. Um, I am, think about 16 years in, maybe more. Um, But I started beauty school when I was in high school. And the reason I started is because my mom was like, you got to go to beauty school because you're always messing out your brother's hair and uh, messing with your friend's hair. So you should do that. So that's the main reason I started because my mom kind of was sick of me and messing up people's hair, I think, in the bathroom. Um, And so, so, uh, yeah, so I started beauty school. I was 16 years old and I got my license when I was 18 and I'm 33, I think. So it's been a little while. And uh, along the way, I've had a three kids. And so there was a lot of juggling, working and being a mom. And I was married at the time. So all that sort of life stuff. So hair kind of went on the back burner a little bit through the years where my kids were little. Six or seven years ago, I was working at actually uh, at a bridal store. So I was selling wedding dresses. I've always wanted to do that, actually. It is amazing. I mean, if you like people and you have a lot of patience and you can deal with moms, which I totally can. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. It's really rewarding and listening to women and their stories. I think I probably cried with a a lady like once a day, like we were always sharing stories. It was very, very amazing. Yeah. Kind of a similar skill set to what you do behind the chair. Absolutely. You, you make those connections with people and you help them um, feel their best, which is totally what we do behind the chair. So I worked there part-time. I did hair part-time actually out of my house because my kids were so little. So I was busy all the time. While I was there, I started making connections with local photographers and florists and wedding planners and making those connections, just almost like friendship connections. Um, I had no intention to try to like weasel my way into their clients, you know, uh, weddings. I wasn't trying to, but my whole goal was just to be friends with these people. I mean, that's 
what I wanted to do. So they started saying, hey, I need someone to do hair and makeup. I have a wedding coming up. And I said, oh, well, I mean, I do it. I don't know if you knew I do it. And they were like, sure. So they started just entrusting their couples to me, which was crazy honor. So I started, that's how I started really doing weddings was just through referrals through local photographers and planners, florists, et cetera. Yeah, that's kind of what started me on weddings. And then of course, behind the chair. Yeah, so it sounds like you just had a genuine interest for bridal and you just kind of, anytime someone, you had an in, you just, you took it. That's awesome. And so now how would you say you split your time? Are you, I think I saw on the website that you're kind of in the salon during the week because 50 weddings a year is pretty solid. Yeah. So I love working behind the chair. I always tell my clients, I, I would never just do hair behind the chair and I would never just do weddings. I really thrive on doing both. I love being in my salon. I have a private salon studio, um, two chairs, and it's technically inside of a salon. It's kind of confusing to some people, but... I think it sounds really cool. Yeah, so I have like a private space that I rent inside of a a salon. I'm really excited about it. The owner is a sweetheart. I actually worked with her at a past salon, so we're friends and business buddies, so that's really cool too. I specialize in balayage blondes, vivid colors and weddings. I, of course, I do short haircuts, try to specialize in what I really love and and passionate about. And so I do have my regular gals that have their gray touch-ups and that's fine too. I love, I love my regulars. They're a lot of fun. Take clients typically Tuesdays through Fridays behind the chair with my assistant who's full-time. She is amazing. I know you know, because you have an assistant, right? Yeah. No, I think we both got assistants around the same time. Yeah. And I like look back at my schedule with like tears in my eyes before I had her. Right? It's like, it's life changing. I mean, I never want her to leave me. Sorry, Justine. I know you have dreams and passions, but they're going to have to go on the back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so what's your goal with her? Is it, do you guys have an agreement that she'll be with you for, you know, until she's ready or will she be working for you? Or is that not the path you're taking or how, how do you guys set it up? Totally. I, I have what I call like my five-year plan, which is I do want to have my own storefront salon with probably, I think between like four and like six chairs. I don't want to have a ton of chairs because that's just a ton of people to have to find to rent. So yeah, my five-year plan is to have my own storefront and have my own like actual, I guess you could say like salon on, you know. And so my goal for her is that, of course, I would love for her to stay with me renting a chair. She's been with me for almost an entire year. June will be one year. So she's amazing. She got her license right before I hired her. So she was pretty quick, uh, fresh out of school, but she's eager and amazing, super talented, like does some of the best updos I've like ever seen. I feel like with Marion being with me, it just adds this like, I don't know. I feel like it's more of a comedy act when I have like a side. <laughs> yes. You know, like it's just, it's got a little more zing zang. I'm like, Marion, can you weigh in on this? And she's from Puerto Rico. So we've got really oh, yes. cool, different backgrounds. So she just adds like a, just like a really much needed realness. <laughs> totally. I had a client recently, a client recently, she had seen that I had posted on Instagram. I was looking for extra help for weddings, but my client thought it meant that I had let my assistant go. Cause she's like, it said you were hiring. Please tell me you didn't let her go. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, trust me. And, and I totally know what you mean. Cause like on Tuesdays, my assistant is at school to finish getting her license. Yeah. And so every Tuesday people are like, is Mary not here anymore? Like they're like, <laughs> we're not stuck with you again, aren't we? And I'm like, if you want to 
your appointment to another day. Like Tuesdays are not a great day if you don't want this to me. But yeah, so that's awesome. Have you liked being a, like mentoring her? Has that been something oh, that you've enjoyed? It's amazing. I I feel like I've I just do my best to just teach her realness and like this is real life behind the chair and I'm not perfect. I'm learning every day too. And it's really cool. Like sometimes she'll even suggest formulas and stuff. And it's so cool because we really can vibe off each other and, and she's learning a lot. And I can tell like, even with certain things, like she, she jokes, she jokes, not me. She jokes that she's nosy. And so she's like, (laughs) I'm, She's like, I'm nosy and I will figure out how you figured out that formula or I'll, I'll, I'll figure like she, she's so fun and she's wants to know. So she'll ask like, why did you do that technique? Or how did you do that? Because of course, as a stylist, you know, sometimes we just do things because we just do it because it's just second nature, but she'll ask, why did you do that? You know? And I think that's really important, especially for like maybe younger stylists or, or newer ones that are trying to learn is like always ask questions like, Cause we don't think sometimes tell people why, you know, and this yeah. is why, you know, so she's great. That's awesome. And so it's cool that you want to have a salon salon. You know, I feel like a lot of people nowadays are kind of like, Oh, like the, I'd rather just do what I'm doing. And I, I think it's really cool that that's a, that's an interest of yours that you would, would want to take that on. Cause I think it's, you know, I always kind of go back and forth on, you know, wanting to have a bigger space. And I think it's cool that that's something you want to do. And it's a goal of yours. I think I approach hairstyling and makeup um, in my own unique way. I firmly believe in empowering the people that are in my salon, the people that are working the the clients. Um, I just want everyone to feel accepted and welcomed and not judged. And I think sometimes, you know, as a client, I mean, I've been a client myself, you walk into a space and it feels like it's very intimidating and maybe you feel like people are judging you or whatever. And I, d- I don't want that to be an experience for any of my guests. So I think I, that's why I really am leaning towards wanting to have my own space, you know, and I know that where I'm at now, my clients definitely feel welcomed. Yeah, that's awesome. And I feel like that's a, like your why is bigger than you, which I think is a good why. Totally. Like it's more than just like a, a bomb haircut. Like Obviously, we want to do great work, but I think our clients come to us for so much more than that. I mean, they share so much of their heart and their lives with us. And I think it's an honor to have the opportunity uh, to chat with people, especially women. You know, I think... I know. I love my ladies. I I feel like very blessed to be like a part of their story and be like a confidant for them. And I feel very protected of their stories because I feel it's so sacred. I mean, to share your story with someone and then, you know, it matters what you do with it. So I think it's so cool that you, that you feel that way too. So as far as like struggles that you've had, along the way, because I know you've moved a couple of times and I, you know, you worked in different salons along the way. So what has been something I know like being a parent has to be, I have, you're the first person I've interviewed that has kids, let alone three. So um, just what is something that's been a struggle for you? Because this, this is a profession I feel it just takes, it demands a lot from you. It totally demands a lot. I know a lot of times in this industry and I still find myself, we say yes to everything, you know, every, every text message, every booking, can you do my hair at six o'clock at night? And we're like, yes, you know, we say yes. And then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why did I do that? That is not the boundary you just told yourself you were creating. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's, I think my main struggle, at least my current struggle is, 
really trying to find the time for me. Um, I, w- I think I was, I don't honestly don't remember which stylist. Someone recently posted on Instagram about how that all they want to, all they ever talk about is what they do. And I, I realized like, obviously I love what I do so, so, so much, but I'm like, I have no hobbies. Like I don't, there's, if someone would be like, what else do you do? I'd be like, uh, I sleep. Like, <laughs> like I eat, sleep yeah. and breathe, you know? And so I actually just came back yesterday from a four day trip to Colorado to visit my brother and his wife and niece. And that was like, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but it was definitely eye opening. Just I need to take more time away from the chair, away from my clients that I love so much, but just to like recharge, you know, it's so important. I think that we, we lose sometimes a little bit of who we are because we pour into others so much. Yeah, that is so spot on for me because I've changed my schedule to work and I got home the other day and it was like 5.45. I got done a little early and I was sitting on my couch and I was like, the world is my oyster. Like, I was like, <laughs> I have no friends. I mean, like, I have like friendships, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. friends. Totally. But I was totally. like sitting on my couch, I was like, it's 5.45. It is, tonight is a blank slate. And yeah. I was saying like, it's not sad to me because I'm, I'm realizing this at almost 32. So there's still hope for me and time for me, <laughs> but I don't think that people necessarily realize how much we put it, or like, you know, we don't even realize how much we're putting into our careers because totally. like, I'm 31 sitting on my couch going, what am I going to do? <laughs> totally. Like, I, got, I got nothing. So uh, I yeah. feel like it's just like slowly starting to do that stuff. And like the self care stuff is huge. And, and I think just being like, like tonight I'm going to yoga with a friend in dinner and I just like, I'm overly excited about it. I'm keeping yes. on the profile. I've already confirmed. I'm like, are we still <laughs> on? I'm really looking forward to doing this with you. And it's like, it's like I'm dating people, even yes. though I, it's like, it's not natural to me because I, I've never, I haven't done it. I, I spent yes. years just working. And then like, I got the, my, my clients feel very much like my friends. So yes. I feel like I got that fix. And um, then I would get home and I didn't have really much more to give the world. And then I would drink a couple glasses of wine, watch Real Housewives, pass out, <laughs> get up, do it again. So yes. I feel like that's amazing. Like, and going on that trip is just so cool to 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 really stop and be like wait a minute and I've been really into this lately. like have I designed my life or have I just taken everything from a commission salon put it in my actual independent business and called it my own and that's why like, I think I'm really into like quarter turns and making it really like work for you because like for you to work in the salon during that whole week and then have weddings and I was thinking about it before I interviewed you I was like I bet you've seen some stuff on weddings <laughs> yeah I um, I do a crap ton of weddings. I, I should actually sit down and count like how many I've actually done. But I do know I do about 50 a year on average, like 50 to 53. Don't do weddings in the summer, which is like sounds silly, right? Because like that, most people are like that's the busy time, but doesn't go right. Yeah, yeah. Palm Springs, California, for those that don't know, gets like a like the highest. It's I think it's been that I can think of as like 128, and that's like in July and August time. Yeah, you don't want to be getting married in those temperatures. So <laughs> yeah, um, right. So you're pretty busy for a portion of the year. Cause like, yes. that's doing probably multiple weddings a weekend, right? Exactly. So I have done weddings literally every day of the week. I've done them on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Friday, oh, like, wow. like any day of the week you, that's a weekday, the incident why I have done a wedding. If someone is trying to book me like in San Diego, like hit me up, I will do that in the summer, but like awesome. not, not in the desert. So I typically, our wedding season here is typically October through May. 
Um, there's a little hiatus like in December because of the holidays and the beginning of January because it's a little bit cold, quote unquote. I know you'll laugh at me, but it's like, you know, it's like 50 degrees. So it's like really cold. And yeah. So- <laughs> you get used to what you're used to. <laughs> totally. Um, I mean, I'll still do weddings when it's 50 degrees, but clients don't really like that. Right. But, That's um, firmly believe um, for those that are maybe wanting to start doing weddings, um, obviously like practice, practice, practice your craft and like just take photos of everything that you do and post it and and just create a sort of like a portfolio of your work, even if it's just your cl- normal clients behind the chair. Like, hey, you know, Barbara, can I do an updo on you after your appointment today? Like I have extra 20 minutes. Like, can I practice this design? Take pictures of it, you know, and that's the easy way to like build, not just on like a mannequin, you know, because I mean, obviously mannequins are great, but their hairlines are perfect and they're, they don't have calyx. And the main thing is um, you attract what you are. You attract what you put out. If you want to book, you know, really natural boho brides, take photos and practice those looks. If you want to do the Mustafa waves, those like super like glam waves that are like the perfect ridges that I envy all the time, then practice that, like put pictures of that. And I think, I know with my assistant, she um, she doesn't do makeup, uh, but she watches me do it all the time. And I specialize in natural beauty makeup. And she even, the, she, the, well, I think it was last week, she goes, you know what? I think this summer I want to, I want to work with you and I want to try to do makeup. And because and she, even she was like, I just didn't realize that you could just book natural makeup clients. It's kind of intimidating to think that someone's going to come in and want that, you know, some of your, you have like frequently asked questions I saw on your website. So you're kind of sifting through and answering questions prior to even someone reaching out to say like who you are, what you're about, and just kind of being authentic. There is always going to be a wild card though, because I remember when I worked in the big salon and I did updos for a short minute because I loved the energy of bridal parties. We had, we had a wedding that came in from, um, New Jersey to Chicago and they came in a year before and I, we ended up hanging a dynasty picture in the ba- back room because like all the aunts and everyone wanted trials a year before and they wanted these ginormous bouffants and I was like oh, oh my god I'm give it hell but I feel like like with social media maybe you don't <laughs> find that so much but like in a traditional bigger salon we were like everyone suit up get your aquanet ready because we're going in yeah, you're in it to win it. And I do think that is so important as stylists. Like we do need to tackle like every single thing that comes to us. You know, I don't think it's, I definitely, you know, with what I said, I definitely don't think that we should limit ourselves. I think we should definitely learn the as much as we can, you know, and I, cause I do think, like you said, there's always that one mother of the bride or whatever right. that wants that big updo, you know, I remember years ago I met a hairstylist, uh, she did weddings um, part-time as uh, with, with me. And she worked for other, another company. And one time she goes, yeah, I just don't do backcombing. Like I don't do it. You, you tried telling Norma that my 93 year old client, I don't even know if I'm doing it right, but I, I get in there. You cannot, you can't tell someone who wants backcombing that you're not backcombing. You might not even know how to do it, but you get in there. And that's what I do. Right. And she goes, I just won't book those clients. And I'm like, okay, but that's like a pretty, in my opinion, like basic part of hairdressing is knowing how to backcomb the hair. I mean, you don't have to use it on every client in this industry. You have to make sure your client knows that you're listening. And 
one one sentence I try to have I have tried to eliminate from my vocabulary is, you know, that's the picture you showed me, or like that's what you know, or it's like that's what you said, and it's like you know what, like sometimes our clients they don't know, and and I don't want I never want someone to feel stupid. I never want them to be like, well, yeah, I thought that that was balayage, but I guess I I wanted just highlights, you know, and it's like, well, no, but you showed me a picture of balayage. It's like no, like. I know that's, that's definitely a pet peeve of mine. And I always like to replace that with, Hey, you have to wear it every day. You're not going to offend me. Like I want like you to feel awesome because you wear it every day. And I think you have to like remove your ego from it. Like most things, but like, like as here, it's like remove your ego from it because like this person is having to wear this every day and like you can be right or they can be happy. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And I'm sure you've encountered the world famous question. Like if you could do anything, what would you do? And I'm like, Oh, there's, that's a loaded question, man. Like I would do a consultation and get on the same page with you quick is what I yeah, would like to do. I, sometimes I'm a little bit of a smart ass, uh, I'll be honest. And I'll be like, oh, I just shave your head. And they're like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. And I'm like, well, you said I could do whatever I wanted. I was like, so I know that that's your limit. So let's backtrack and yeah. let's have a consultation, you know, because it's not about what I want. You know, it's about, you know, one thing I like to ask my clients is like, when was the prettiest you've ever felt or when was the time you love like when did you love your hair the most and a lot of times you know I have clients in their 50s and 60s and of course it's like 20 years ago but I think it's it's really important to know okay they or when I the other thing I say is when is it that you didn't like it you know a lot of times it's bangs oh I had bangs you know so I know right there I'm not going to be giving you know her bangs because she said the time I hated my hair I had bangs so, you know, even if in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, she would be like so cute in bangs. That's not the point. You know, she, right. she doesn't feel confident in, in a bang then, or we talk about face framing layers instead or something like that, you know, instead of like a, yeah. And I know from working with, uh, like in a small setting with someone who just cuts hair for four years, mm-hmm. I always found that whenever someone would come in for their first appointment and want a big change, they were never happy. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, you can't cut all your hair off into a pixie on the first day. Yeah, totally. I mean, maybe there's an exception here or there to the rule, but it's a rule of thumb that I, I feel like I've seen it play out like four times. And it's just like, the, it's like, you don't have that trust built. You don't have that connection. You don't even know. You don't know if that person's even like invested in you yet. Like as the stylist. And like, I feel like when you get to know your, your clients, like you, it's like, it's kind of like your hair too. So it's Absolutely. like you, you care about how it looks. And so it's not that you don't on a first date, but there's just this like skepticism. You haven't built it yet. It just, so sometimes it's just like. Totally. Like, uh, like even your mom, like I, I did her hair for a really long time. I mean, it felt like forever because I love her. Yeah. And like for her, like I always kind of liked it a little bit shaggier. Like I always just thought it was like so cute on her. And like, but it was like, that's just not perfect for her lifestyle. She works all the time. She's a hard worker. It's hot out here. We needed to do it shorter. Like it just, that was just what, and it looks cute on her like that too. But like, totally. but like when she'd come in for a trim, I'd be like, oh, it's so cute right now. And she's like, Jen, it's hot. <laughs> and right. I'm like, and she's outside yes, working yes. in golf pro. Yeah, yes. totally. Like take that stuff into consideration. And like, I definitely feel like with my clients, it's like when maintenance is a huge consideration, it's like you know, people are cutting their hair every three weeks and it's like, okay, like, are we going to do the, like the dream hair color? Are we maintaining what you have? Because your turnaround time is pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. I think I approached like that with makeup as well, because 
Um, you know, if I have a client sits in my chair and they've never worn makeup a day in their life, if I only put uh, mascara on, they're going to see that. You know, so if, you know, you have a client for hair or makeup, you know, you have a client who's never had highlights, you could do the most subtle highlights and they'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so much color, right? Because, you know, we see it and we think, oh, I could bleach this hair. I could get like platinum. I could do a level 10 with this hair. No problem. And the client's like, uh, I just want soft balayage, you know? So it's like, you know, I think that's what's so important. We have to listen and ask questions. I always say to my new uh, team members that come on with weddings, you have to ask the questions and investigate. You have to do the investigative work before you even touch them. You know, you ask questions. Yeah. And I feel like you're even feeling out people's energy as they walk in. Absolutely. You know, like, like someone will walk in and you know, like even on Saturday, someone walked in this last week and I was like, she seems agitated. Mm. And then she like sat down and it was like, she had struggled with the meter and all these things. And like, it just like, it took a minute for it to kind of shake out. And I feel like definitely with like bridal stuff, you know, a lot of stuff comes up for weddings and then you're just like, you're trying to feel the people out. And then, you know, big personalities around weddings. Yeah. When I do weddings, I do my best to, um, well, I guess after and before. So a stylist I used to work with, she called it like Um, I think she called it like a white light or something like that. But it was like, you just, before you go in, you just shake off any like bad energy or whatever. You just like take a deep breath, breathe in like five times. So you come Mm -hmm. into that space with like really like clean energy. You're not like, and you're you're not like pent up with your own drama. Because when you come into a wedding day, there's already an energy in the room that you can feel. You can like cut that with a knife already it's nervous or it's excitement or it's sometimes it's not good energy sometimes it's like trippy and you're like what is going on you know fascinating yeah so yeah. you walk in there but you need to be like centered yourself and just be like all right I'm gonna have a good day like this is gonna be great I have a timeline that I've already made um and I can touch on that of course if you want to know how I typically do a wedding yeah, I'd love to to talk about like how you've networked with other stylists and how you've built your team because I think that sounds really collaborative. Yeah, so um, so I uh, the way that I like to approach Gen Plus Color Brand is I go to every wedding I book. So I'm not at the point where I feel that it's quite perfect for my guests to have like another person represent my brand. I just like being the face of the brand. So I go to every wedding I book and I typically do about six services. So not necessarily six people, but like maybe three clients that are all getting hair and makeup, um, including a bride. Um, so typically that's about as much as I'll do in one day, which might not sound like a lot, but no, it sounds like a lot. That's a lot. There's a lot riding on those six services. Yeah. And I think the other reason why is because, um, and I tell my clients all the time, I want to make sure that every single person in my chair is getting my top notch performance and that I'm not just like, okay, I'm doing 13 updos. Like, and then you're just half, you know, you're doing a half-assed job on 10 of them because you're just like, okay, I'm going to get all these girls in. I'm going to get them. And it's like, that's not fair. I, you know, I, I'm a high-end stylist. You know, I, 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 my prices reflect that. So I want to make sure whoever's in my chair knows that I am taking their bridesmaid hair the best that I can do. It's not just like, oh, she's just a bridesmaid. Like it doesn't matter. Right. So I typically do about six services and I have, of course, my assistant, Justine, who is amazing. When she, when I do weddings and I need extra hair help, then I bring Justine and she doesn't assist me at weddings. Um, I pay her commission for weddings. When she works with me at my salon, um, I have her on payroll um, and she is an employee of Gem Plus Color. I am actually an employee of Gem Plus Color. That's an interesting, <laughs> that's a very 
very like crazy part of the industry that people don't talk about. No, I like hearing that. I think that's really helpful and cool. Yeah. So um, as of one year ago to like this week, Gen Plus Color is an S Corp and Jen Martins, which is me, I get paid a paycheck every week through Gen Plus Color. And my assistant gets a paycheck as well, like the legit way, like she gets sick days and time off, stuff like that. I love that. I think it's so professional and I love to hear yeah, that. Yeah. It's, I have a really great CPA, so I definitely encourage if you're inter- interested, definitely get a good CPA because they will help not just not not the guy at H&R Block, no offense, H&R Block, but like an actual an actual CPA, someone who's like like knows their stuff. And I find mine to be a therapist yeah. too. Mine, I love her. Anna, if you ever hear this, she's she's mean, but I love her. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean well, no, Tony, no, I mean that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I do feel like He's kind of like, I think of him as a father figure. Oh, that's me. To this. Oh, no, no, no. I'm like, Tony, honey, there's been tears. He handed me a roll of paper towel once. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. He's like, I don't have I don't have any Kleenex. And I was like, oh, Tony. But God love him. But, yeah, you need someone that's hard on you and is like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, that's what I mean. She knows her stuff. And, I like, one time I, I had, was confused about how to pay my assistant. And she's like, that is illegal. If you don't pay her according to blah, blah, blah. She's like, that is, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. Like, I, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear, I didn't know. But like a little little feedback for them is we're already scared. Yeah. <laughs> we're already not sure we're doing it right. I know. So any like hard love is like, Tony's not proud of me. I know. Like, I, you know, like I really want to do it I right. To- I totally want to do it right. And I have come from salons where they were definitely not legally paying stylists. And so my passion is to make sure that my assistant, whoever is ever employed under me, is doing everything right so that no one feels like they're being taken advantage of. And so when I do weddings, pay everyone is a 1099 contractor. And so when Justine does weddings with me, then she is um, a commission pay for those services. So I have like a network of amazing professionals in the area I live in. I would say probably about 10, maybe 15. I don't have an actual count off the top of my head. It's a lot of fun. And there's the Palm Springs area has gotten huge in weddings and like Joshua Tree. It's exploded. Like I'll get I'll get inquiries. I keep track of my inquiries. I think it's really cool to see. I get over like 300 inquiries a year, sometimes 10 to 15 inquiries for one day. So like October. Yeah, October like 20th or tw- like that week, like the last week about uh, ish of October, I always get at least 10 to 15 inquiries for that Saturday. It's just, that is a busy weekend. This, yeah. And this is why your self-care needs to be extremely on point because that's so overwhelming. Like, you know, it could be if you're, when, if you're not taking great care of yourself, just filtering through those emails is just, it's gotta be a lot. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and, and sometimes people aren't super pleased that I'm booked. Like they can be a little like short, um, but, uh, you know, I always say I could typically tell in the first email that they're going to be a great fit. I mean, it just how they word. Isn't that interesting? Like just the yes, vibe yes. you get. Um, and I know this is going to sound silly, but like when they tell me they love my work, I'm like, all right, you're great. You've already seen, like yeah, you've seen my it's work. So cool. Like, yeah. And when someone brings in a picture and this will happen with my clients too, like a picture from my Instagram, like I almost like take a minute and I'm like, can't believe this is happening. That, that people People are seeing work that I've done so that they're coming to me, not just because they think I can do something they saw. They're coming because of my work. It's just, it's a, it's kind of, it's like an aha, like Oprah moment where you're like, you kind of just get like choked up. And I, I, I always like to, 
pat them on the back and be like, you were the one that did your research. Like, I feel like you're going to be the happiest because you did that. Like you brought this to fruition. Like I didn't reach out to you. You reach out to me. You did, you Googled me, you saw my reviews, you know, you asked around and now you're already in a confident space before you even come in the door. You know, it's sometimes I'll have, I've had a couple trials in the past where the person had never even heard of me. And it was like, their planner, like basically set up the meeting. And those are almost, I would say like 90% of the time, it's so awkward. It's like really hard for me because the client is so skeptical. They're like, can't, like, Uh can this girl even do eyeliner? And it's like, have you seen my work? Like, please look at my work because I can do eyeliner. Like I'm really good at eyeliner. I love doing eyeliner. Yeah. Cause I remember having a bride that was a recommendation just for color. And she came in, I think it was a week or two. I think it was a week before her wedding. Never had hair color before. Uh, we did it. It was great. Very subtle, which is kind of hair I like to do anyway. And then at the end of it, she's like, do you think this is okay? Is it going to be okay? And I was like, I think it's great. I think you felt, you would have felt better if you would have maybe seen me once or twice before yeah. today. But I I think, I mean, you look great, but I think just knowing who you are, just with the time I've spent with you, I think you would have felt better having this not have been our first date. <laughs> totally. And it's just so funny. <laughs> like, you know, like when you like spend time with people, you're like, you know, like just knowing you for the hour and 45 minutes I've spent with you, I, I want to give you the feedback that I think that you seem like someone that would want to maybe have had a couple more. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so when I do weddings, um, I, I have incorporated into my price, a trial session, one trial session for a bride. And I think that is so crucial in the booking aspect of weddings. Um, I, it's mandatory. Like I have brides that come from all over the world. I've had brides from Australia, the UK. Um, I get a lot of brides from Chicago. I guess there's a direct flight. That's pretty reasonable. (laughs) It's it's pretty pretty pretty, pretty awesome. I guess to get from Chicago to Palm Springs, I do a lot of Canadian brides. So, and, and I, you know, sometimes the, the couple or the bride will be like, you know what? I, I, uh, I don't live there, so I can't do a trial. And I'm like, no, no, no. No, 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 my friend. We will do it yeah. the week of your wedding. And, and that's cool. That's a boundary that you've set and that's how you want to work. Yeah. And, and I, I'll tell you, I'll tell great. you why it's so important. I think um, sometimes the clients, you know, the brides, they feel like they trust me already because they follow me on Instagram. Like we said earlier, they've done their research, but I don't know you as a bride. So I want to meet you. So I want them to come into my space and I can meet them and I can see, I'm pretty good at reading people. I think it's because I've been doing this for so many years. And so yeah. if they sit in my chair, I can pretty much tell right away how a bride, how much, what type of bride they're going to be. Are they going to be like really easygoing? Are they going to be a little bit nervous? And so my goal is to just get to know them and not even necessarily like blow them away at the, at the trial. It's really to like, okay, I need to figure out how this person is going to be on their wedding day and how I have to approach it. Um, if they're really talkative, then I'll be talkative with them. If they're really quiet, then I'm going to honor that. And I'm going to be quiet and respect that they maybe aren't really talkative. Um, and I think that's, I feel like this could be a whole episode (laughs) on the psychology of a bride (laughs) Yes, because I think it sounds really interesting. Yeah. And so, you know, it's more than just, can I do beachy waves? Like, of course I can do beachy waves, but, um, I think that's a huge part of it, but also, 
I need to know, do I need to use my, you know, Joyco ice blaster hairspray or can I just get away with my like Alterna working hairspray on this person? Like I need to know what, right. you got to kind of feel your canvas yes, and figure it totally. out. Like I need to know what products I need. I mean, I always bring everything to weddings. You should see how giant my kit is. It's stupid big, but you know, uh, you, I just need to know, okay, this person's curls do not hold. I have to do a set. Like, we're going to do a set for your wedding day, and then I'm going to do your makeup, and then we're going to take your set down, and your hair curls will last all day. But if I had not done that trial... Yeah, it's just having a roadmap. Exactly. And so, so I tell my brides a lot, like, you know, honestly, the trial is 50% you finding out that you like it, and then 50% me figuring out what I need to bring uh, for the wedding day. Uh, and I always, always do better on the wedding day. Always deliver way better. Like, I'll just tell you that right now. Like... The makeup's always better. The hair's always better because I know exactly I've done it once before. Yeah. I always say that about hair color. I'm like, once I know your head, like, and I, I'm like, visit number two, I say, if you were happy last time, you're going to be even more happy this time because I now know what your hair does. I have a reference point. I have somebody to go on. Absolutely. I think that always just, it's like, if you liked it, you're going to love it. Or, Absolutely. You know, now we have an opportunity to say like, Oh, like, did, did you, there, is there anything you want to tweak? Did something jump out at you? Absolutely that you know so I think that's really cool if there's one thing that you could tell your younger self that you think would be helpful what would that be oh my god don't make me cry I know I think it's Uh, like I I was out to dinner with a friend and she asked me these questions and I could have gone on all night man I don't know like don't be so hard on myself I think I think that um as an artist we're our worst critic you know we like I always say like being an artist you create something and you stare at it until you hate it I think I should like give myself a little cut myself a little more slack I'm not that bad (laughs) no you're great and I mean I found you on Instagram like years ago before I feel like people I mean I know people were finding people on Instagram but you like jumped out at me and I was like I just thought your page was awesome thank you yeah and I I think that like sometimes I like to think that we're so busy like on our journeys that we forget to stop to the side of them and be like oh my gosh like 19 year old Lindsay like it makes me cry like, 19 year old Lindsay couldn't believe what she's doing so it's like so cool yeah you know? totally I, I mean it's I always stay like always stay humble I hate that expression but like you yeah. know it's like you you, you never you, the minute you think you know it all, just retire because there's always something new to learn. I'm always learning something. Yeah. And I feel like my new thing is, is like, if I can't be proud of me, how do I, or like, if I don't believe in my dreams, how's anyone else going totally. to? Like, if, if I don't think I'm awesome, I'm, how are you going to show up and think I'm awesome? You're going to treat me the way I treat me. So if I'm not treating myself nicely, like, I just feel like it's like the sky's the limit. Jen. Yeah, totally. And like RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone else? Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen, sister. I think we ended with that. Thank you so much You're for coming welcome. on. You're so welcome. This was awesome. Thank and then you, we'll have you. your information in the show notes. So if anyone wants to recommend you or if anyone wants to plan to work in your salon someday. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much, Lindsay.